Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back. Hello again. Okay, so hometown, Gold Coast. Here we are again. <laughs> Look, we have had people ask us, you know. Are you guys ever going around Australia? Yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, we made a decision right at the start of this journey that we probably weren't going to be able to, able to do a traditional lap mm-hmm. uh, because we've got grandparents both in the Sunshine Coast, um, part-time on the Fraser Coast, uh, and then also on the Gold Coast yeah. with my parents. And so they kill us. Yes, Wouldn't they? they would. If we took Jasper away for two years. They can do without seeing us, but they can't do without seeing Jasper. Absolutely. Which, which we understand and, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and respect. So we are going to be doing a bit of tic-tac-toe. Uh, we know that we're heading down to Tasmania. <gasps> uh, so we, we are just still buzzing about mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then after Tasmania, uh, whether we head west or north, we're still going to have to either fly back or at least try and get home so that we can make sure that Jasper gets some grandparent fix and vice versa. Absolutely and also Jasper is very blessed to have 12 gorgeous cousins as well uh, on the Golden Sunshine Coast so it's really important for him to have that time with them as well. I can remember growing up and, and spending just awesome holiday time with cousins and it really Mm. is you know part of the best time of your life so i want to make sure that we're really nurturing those bonds with his cousins as well so it's important to us to get home yes in uh, saying that family is everything isn't it it is in saying that it is awesome to think about heading south think about our trip to tassie think about getting on the road again and getting back into the swing of you know, be, be really being in Orange full time and, and feeling like we are off the beaten track a little bit and a little bit removed from, mm-hmm. I guess, the day-to-day life that can come with being around family as well. You know, it does make it feel very much like it is that that normal life when we are staying with family, even if we are squatting on the block next door in Orange. Um, <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I, I find that my family in particular like me more now that they don't see you <laughs> yeah I'm sure. or they're just nicer to me <laughs> i'm not sure maybe i'm just nicer to them maybe it's because you're just seeing the best parts of them because your time with them is so limited i think that's it mm. anyway i love you if you're listening <laughs> we do we love you and thank you for letting us squat next door or in the driveway and it has been so lovely it's been really lovely to catch up with family, particularly over the Christmas New Year period. Absolutely, and it was great to be home to literally see my entire family, mm-hmm. uh, all bar one of my siblings who lives over in Thailand, uh, Dance and Dan, but the rest of the family, all of the cousins, all together for a beautiful breakfast at a very special family spot on the Gold Coast called Bud's Beach to celebrate Mum and Dad's 50th wedding anniversary. Gee, that was a a great cook-up, wasn't it? 
it was awesome and I think we just need to stop and take a minute here to really pay homage to how incredible your mum and dad most would probably say your mum for putting up with your dad for 50 years but all jokes aside 50 years of marriage that is something to be celebrated particularly with seven children seven children who are all entertainers and loud and funny and and out there and extroverts and on big the go personalities. big personalities so i just think it is an incredible achievement for your mum and dad to be married and happy and loving each other after 50 years because i mean it's work we all know that marriage is work you don't just get married and and, and that's it and you live happily ever after like the fairy tale tells you and it's rare it is rare and it seems to be rarer these days and that i don't know is that because we've been told for so long that it is a fairy tale and you get married and live happily ever after i don't know but we know it's work and you have to work at it every day and you have your ups and downs but to come through 50 years together and have seven children with partners and 12 grandchildren and probably not too far off great-grandchildren how incredible Yep. What an achievement. Cheers. Linda Peter, you are amazing. Cheers to mum and dad. It was a really beautiful, and it, I have to say it was a really beautiful, understated get-together. It was a very casual, relaxed morning. We had some breakfast at Bud's Beach. The kids played. It wasn't over the top in true Giran family style. It was just lovely. We've actually got some really beautiful photos on our Facebook page, a gorgeous wedding picture of Lynn and Peter from 50 years ago, and then a family photo from our celebration of their anniversary. <laughs> so jump on there and have a look. They're just fantastic. And while we were home and staying with mum and dad, there was a rain event. Ooh. It could only be called biblical well, it was predicted to be biblical, and it certainly was. I mean, we haven't seen rain in, who knows? Does anybody not, know? Not like that. We, we had rain last week, didn't we, in sunny coast? Yeah, look, we've had the odd shower here and there, but, I mean, pretty much the entire country of Australia is in drought and has been for many, many years. So that rain was so welcomed, and it bucketed down, didn't it? Like, it, it was almost a bit like, oh, far out, is this going to stop? Yeah, and we have to give our Caramel Caravan a wrap. Yes, Orange. No it leaks. Amazing. Hey? It was amazing. Which you would expect with the new van, but we, uh, we were happily dry inside. I have to say, it amplifies the rain, the sound, when you're inside a caravan and it's raining that heavy. Like, we were thinking, wow. Oh, is, it's, well, I guess e it's like... Epic like having a, a tin roof, you know. Or a bucket over your head. Oh, it was, it was beautiful. Mm. There was certainly a lot of rain. I think the Gold Coast where we were got 300 mil. In the space of a few short hours, it was definitely much needed rain. It Yes, it certainly was. Uh, we did have another major event, though, didn't we? <laughs> and we, uh, the, yes. the Feel Good family didn't entirely all feel that good. I leave you and Jasper alone for one night to have a sneaky getaway with one of my sister-in-laws. What happened, Paul? Well, Katie had gone out for the night and uh, Jasper and I had gone over to my brother's house and we were playing around for a good couple of hours. He was in and out of their pool 
not a single issue. And then we got home, he had a shower, we got into the van and he said to me, Dad, watch how fast I can run. <laughs> so that little, little uh, nude body ran down the hallway, tripped over his cushion and literally took his head out on the uh, bed frame and unfortunately split across his head. Uh, it did require a few stitches. We mm -hmm. had a quick trip down to the hospital. We had uh, an incredible mess to clean up. And um, I have to say, other than that first sort of couple of minutes where, you know, he was really trying to deal with why he was covered the in shock. blood and yeah. um, what had happened. And he, he kind of looked at me like I'd tripped him almost, you know, <laughs> I was, I, I, just that look on his little mm. face. And, and, and it was a, a very big concern for me when I saw how much blood there was, mm. I guess. But, you know, I guess that's the nature of, of a head wound. Yes. We patched him up. I, I got his pajamas on, bailed him up in the car, got him down to the Rabina Hospital, and I think because he's only three, there were a number of patients. Uh, they kind of pushed him straight through, which was really incredible. Thank you to everyone there at Rabina Hospital on the Gold Coast. And before, you know, too long, he'd seen a couple of nurses, he was playing all the toys, they uh, gave him a little bit of the, the laughing gas, mm -hmm. a couple of pretty solid needles, mm. top and bottom above uh, the cut. Yeah. You could actually see... Uh, Those the, local anaesthetics look like they hurt. Yeah, look, you could actually see the bone, so they... Oh, he did a good job. Yeah, it, it had completely split open, and they um, they stitched up, and look, he, he didn't cry, he didn't... It, it, it blew us away. It, I don't know whether it was part, in part the shock or... But they said, right, roll over, right, I'm going to flush it out now, now we're going to put a towel over your head, now we're going to do this. And he was he amazing. Just went with everything. So, very proud parents in that moment. Um, we were probably the ones that needed calming oh, down. Yeah, absolutely. The look on your face when I walked into the hospital was, uh, Paul was just staring at me like, put your poker face on right now because I just took one look at Jasper and thought, I'm just gonna fall into a mess seeing his little face but he was happy as he had the best time yeah they had a really cool thing there where they've created like a dream time room this isn't actually one of the the rooms that they they do procedures in mm -hmm. and they have a projector that throws this animated imagery up onto the roof that is super cool oh it was beautiful and and quite dim lighting so it was a very calm environment mind you it was loaded with toys so he just had a great time exploring all the new toys <laughs> and reading the books and so, he chatted with the nurses and the doctor and he was awesome yes he even gave uh dr tima a business card and let him know that he was on youtube if he wanted to uh, follow and subscribe. So he's <laughs> he's a good advocate for the Feel Good he's family. He's building his audience yeah. wherever he goes, babe. <laughs> so look, we're, we're glad that he's he's absolutely back on two feet. And uh, it, we left the hospital actually, and he said, oh, I have a thought. And we, we were like, oh, okay, what's that? And he says, I now have a superpower mm. from hitting his head. And we're like, okay what's that and he said i can now run faster <laughs> and we're like, oh, oh no you can't, can't. No, so you can't. we have been almost a bit protect over protective this week because we just didn't want a re-occurrence you know a re-split of that head but anyway stitches are out he's all good thankfully and uh and we're all good too so Oof. 
fight on another day. <sighs> yeah, look, I'm sure there's going to be many more bumps and bruises and hopefully not too many broken bones, but it's what happens with kids, isn't it? Yeah, and it was great to have a, a very good first aid kit at hand. Yes. And, uh, look, all in all, a calm scenario that, that turned out good. So, touch wood, we won't have one for a while. No. Well, it has been an exciting week with the uh, unexpected rain, the unexpected stitches. Now, we also had an opportunity with being home and at my parents. My dad is a bit of a handyman. So, I said to him, I've got a few upgrades, ideas that we would add to the van. Uh, knowing now what we know and that we've been on the road. And these all have to do with Jasper still having day sleeps. Which, just quietly, I'm hoping that he'll have until he's at least 12. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, we are going to try and keep those day sleeps as long as we can. Two reasons. It's an awesome block each day for Paul and I to get some work done and do the things that really require our attention. Record it's, a podcast. Exactly. And it's also very good for Jasper. He is just one of those kids that he is so much better if he has a day's sleep. He is a happy camper as opposed to the crazy shenanigans that go on if he decides he doesn't want to have a snooze during the day. No, that's right. So we have a divider between the bunks uh, and the main, I guess, kitchen seating area where we are now and then our bed is at the other end. And it separates Jasper and actually the toilet and shower and the laundry, I guess mm -hmm. you could say as well. But then there's a skylight in his room. There's the three bunk bed lights and the shower door is like uh, this beam of light that comes through because mm. of the, um, the design, which we actually really love that design. So I needed to block out as much of uh, that light that was filtering through mm. and look it was really great we came up with some some pretty cool ideas you know talking it through with dad and getting that reassurance and then we visited my older brother and he helped us out with the shower door and how were we we were going to do that and also considering not only with the the design but also the weight mm. of the products that we used was was all factored in and we came up with some really great caravan hacks we added all of that content into our video on youtube for this last week's episode and it was it was great it was a great outcome because it all actually works and works really well i think and it, it looks neat and tidy it's excellent and like you say it's super lightweight and it has darkened down that end of the van unbelievably well so not only can we use it during the day where obviously it's most effective but at night time too there was still a lot of um, light that would bleed in at night time depending on where we were camping if we we're in a caravan park and there's a lot of lighting or street lighting or just um, ambient light from outside from mm -hmm. other vans and campers it would bleed in at night time so adding those things helps both for Jasper's day sleeps but also at night time to just make it very dark and cozy in there for him. Yeah. You did well, husband. You're calling. You. I know. I, I have felt more handy if there's such a thing. Look at that. We're going to uh, turn you into a handyman, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. But <laughs> another shout out to my dad uh, and also my older brother, Gooey, for their contribution and their help. It was really great, great fun to hang out. So this week as a destination and something that we had been talking about 
for many months was that when we get back to the Gold Coast, let's go and visit Jellicle Aboriginal Cultural Centre. Mm. This experience, as far as Indigenous uh, education, storytelling, uh, an immersive experience mm -hmm. that is great for a whole family, mm -hmm. uh, it's great for international travellers, perfect if you're a local, to really learn and find out and an get an understanding about the longest continuous living culture on earth that is right here on our doorstep, mm -hmm. you know, in Australia, and to hear these stories and this dream time. And I just thought it was wonderful. Guided tour, three hours. Oh, and in one of the most incredibly stunning locations on the planet probably, but most <laughs> certainly on the Gold Coast, Burley Headland. It has been a favourite of ours for as long as I can remember. We you know have been there we've swum in the beautiful Talabudra Creek that runs out to Burley Beach it is a great spot to go and do exercise it is absolutely beautiful so for even that alone to immerse yourself in the environment there is incredible but then to be guided through with that knowledge and that that cultural experience of of what the Indigenous people have done there and mm. have done there for so long. Oh, tens of thousands of oh, years, you know, over 65,000 years. Anthony Cora, we will give a, a rap to here, who was our, our guide and our host for the morning, did a fabulous job, mm -hmm. didn't he? Uh, a very proud Aboriginal man that is sharing the knowledge that has been passed down through these tens of thousands of years with anyone who really wants to go and and be you know open-minded open-hearted and, and learn and listen to uh this rich culture do you know i tell you what it did it gave me an even deeper appreciation and respect for nature i think we are nature lovers i think mm -hmm. we would be referred to as almost greenies without the crazy if i can say that <laughs> We are, wow. we're conservationists, we care about the environment, we care about sustainability. It gave me an even deeper appreciation of that. Aboriginal people, and I'm sure this goes for Indigenous cultures around the world, mm -hmm. they're connected to the land. They understand how it works. They understand the relationship that they need to have with the land in order to have a symbiotic relationship in order to thrive in order to survive in order to be sustainable and the stories that anthony shared with us really cemented that and really you know it just makes you think what's wrong with the rest of us why you know why don't we all have that deep-seated knowledge within us that we have to have that relationship with the earth it was fascinating mm. i loved it look jasper as well we talked about it being great for a family he got to participate in mixing the ochre which anthony was able to take straight off the land off mm. the off the side of the mountain yeah. and then just to help crush it up and add a little bit of water mm -hmm. and then mix it up and we 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 learnt the stories about how it's used in ceremonies and and different ways uh he loved that and then we get back to the the main facility and Anthony then 
shares with us his didgeridoo skills and then invites Jasper to learn how to try and blow and make the noise, which was just wonderful. And On so, his own Jasper-sized didgeridoo, yes, which was so cute. And so there, there we were, the three of us, as it's a man's instrument, and women have their own instruments as well. Uh, so we had the didgeridoos, and we were there trying to play along with Anthony. It was just uh, a wonderful experience for us all to be immersed in. And, yeah, if you're, if you're on the Gold Coast or you have an Indigenous culture offering anywhere uh, during your travels around Australia sign up it'll certainly make your appreciation and respect of this culture and the country better. and yeah. the country as well mm. lastly i want to say i'm stealing a word that i heard you say in last <laughs> week's podcast and i want to include it in this week's podcast Ooh. i thought if you can say it i can the juxtaposition no you can't <laughs> the juxtaposition of the burly headland jellygal headland and that skyline of mm the Gold Coast, surface paradise in the background from some of the drone shots, really, I think, that that wonderful clash between what has been there forever and what is there in the last 200 years, yeah. I, I think, is, is a great part of the storytelling. Do you know, and I think that sums up what I was trying to say when I said, you know, what's wrong with the rest of us? I, it really sums up that the nature and then the, the progress and how sometimes in our busy lives and our our striving towards you know better this bigger that we we can forget those really basic things about remaining connected yeah so that's where i was coming from yeah get out in nature Absolutely. breathe it in and uh yeah let it breathe you in mm, and we're better than burly heads beautiful okay so next week mm. we do leave the gold coast bye bye family we, we are off. We are officially on the road again. We are officially losing an hour and heading into New South Wales. We are. Not too far. No, <laughs> only 45 minutes down the road, really. We're going to be heading down to Kingscliff, Byron Bay, Fingal. Oh. Uh, th this is a st stunning part of the world. We love it down there. We're looking forward to it. It is great to be back on the road and inching our way toward Tasmania. Inching our way. Well, we are literally inching our way at the moment, but that... That northern New South Wales, Tweed Coast, Tweed Valley area, we've said for many, many years that it is, you know, somewhere that we could settle at some point. Mm -hmm. It is just stunning, so it'll be lovely to have a few nights down there before we hit the road again. We'd love you to connect with us on social media and our website, all the W's dot thefeelgoodfamily.com.au, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. Our YouTube channel, The Feel Good Family, we produce a weekly episode of all of our family travels around Australia every Sunday night, 6.30pm. Mm -hmm. Make sure you subscribe. And of course, if you love our podcast, please subscribe to that and share it with your friends and family as well. Well, thank you again for listening. Dream big. Look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel